Hi and welcome to episode 126 of the LDS study session with me, your host, Matthew Roberts. We're going to continue with our Come Follow Me studies uh, for this week. Um, we are for in the section, uh, which is September 30th to October 13th, which is Ephesians. Uh, and the title of that is For the Perfecting of the Saints. Uh, and we're going to be looking uh, at the section that is headed, God will gather together in one all things in Christ. And that is given uh, in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 10. Now, I find this uh, really interesting, this section, because when we study uh, the Come Follow Me uh, materials, it, it does tend to give you kind of an idea of what the principle is that you're teaching or that you're learning about, uh, but then gives you some scriptures or a talk or some questions to consider it deeper. Now, with this one, there was a very specific uh, lack of information. Basically, it just says, what do you think this means? And then look at these scriptures to help you. And what I love about the Come Follow Me is that it kind of does the studying, which I would want to do, um, but I could never really find the time to study deep enough into. But it then offers scriptures, which can then give you a springboard into many other areas. Uh, and I love that. So I'm going to start with Ephesians chapter 1, verse 10 itself. Here we see Paul uh, talking about uh, the dispensation of the forms of times. And he says this, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are in earth, even in him. Um, now we know and understand a few things about this, uh, that you know we as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we believe that this is the Lord's Church restored to the earth, but not only is it restored again to the earth, but every principle, every doctrine, every piece of information that is required will be restored in this church uh, before the coming of the Saviour. Uh, Alvin R. Dyer uh, said this, quote, Thus, from the statements of the Lord given to Hiram Smith through the prophet Joseph Smith, and from this statement of Paul, we conclude that many of the noble and valiant spirits of the pre-existence have been withheld as to birth into mortality until this particular time that they may be here on the earth, either born under the covenant or converted to the gospel of Jesus Christ, for there will be strength within the church to fulfill the divine commitments which the Lord has placed upon us as a people. These choice spirits, so withheld, as could be expected, respond more readily to the gospel message here in life when they hear it. Close quote. Now, um, Elder Dyer um, made a link between this scripture and the discussion that we had yesterday about foreordination that this life is the time that Lord, the Lord has prepared these servants to be able to fulfill these divine commitments uh, to us as a people on this earth today, to be gathered, to, to gather things in one under Christ. And what are these commitments? Well, um, we know that um, the, the gospel uh, has many things that have been restored, and there's been many invitations to the members of the church on the earth today uh, to be able to fulfill this divine commitment. We often talk about this as the threefold mission of the church, to perfect the saints, which is in, ironically the, the whole focus of this week's Come Follow Me. Uh, there is redeem the dead, uh, and there is pre like a share the gospel. Uh, and all these things have been brought forward into this dispensation um, and have been throughout the history of the, the well, of the children of man on the earth. I love um, Elder Bednar's talk that he gave last, con uh, sorry, not last conference, in October 2018 called Gathered Together in One. Uh, 
and it, sorry, gathered together in one all things in Christ. Uh, he talked about the new Come Follow Me uh, course or um, resource. He talked about the reducing of the uh, church meetings to two hours. But he also talked about many other things in the past 30 years within the church alone that have changed looking forward to this time now. And it was a huge uh, learning experience for me about what the restoration actually means and also how every change that is being brought out from the church, even decades ago, is moving toward a point where all things are gathered together in one. Uh, he said, quote, just as a rope obtains its strength from many intertwined individual strands, so the gospel of Jesus Christ provides the greatest perspective, perspective of truth and offers the richest blessings as we heed the admonition of Paul to gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are in earth, even in him. Importantly, this vital gathering of truth is centred in and focused upon the Lord Jesus Christ, because he is the way, the truth, and the life. Close quote. Um, when you think of the changes that have happened, you know, uh, that he refers to, uh, and I, ha I, have to, I have to go through the talk again to remind myself of all the changes he refers to, but he talks about things such as the reducing of the church meeting schedule, or actually, going back 30 years, the consolidation of the church meeting programme, uh, from kind of three separate meetings in the day to one block on a Sunday. Then, of course, he talks about family home evening and the family proclamation and these things being brought in. He also taught, I remember from my from memory, uh, he talks about um, the focus on ministering and how ministering in the home and the principles behind that is bringing things together in one. And then, obviously, the, the Come Follow Me uh, schedule and, and things like that all these things are working together to bring us closer into one into what the lord uh, is is trying to get into his people and have his people follow in this restoration and this restoration isn't a one-time thing and i think that's what i learned from this talk is that the restoration of the gospel of jesus christ we talk about it as if you know it happened when joseph smith saw heavenly father and jesus christ or it happened when the church itself was, was organised on the 6th of April in 1830. Or uh, perhaps uh, it, it happened, the full restoration happened when uh, Joseph Smith and Oliver Cowdery were visited in the Kirtland Temple by a number of heavenly visitors who then restored further keys of the priesthood uh, to the earth. And actually that's one of the things that is mentioned in this section. If we go to Doctrine and Covenants 110, uh, we read of this experience. Now, for the sake of time, I'm not going to recount the whole um, section to you that is suggested in the Come Follow Me manual. That is Doctrine and Covenants 110 verses 11 to 16. Uh, however, uh, there is an interesting point here about how um, this, when this vision happens, after the Saviour has spoken to, the, to Joseph Smith and Oliver Cowdery, it's after the Saviour speaks to them that then these messages come and of course the say and i think that's important because the savior of course is the figurehead of the church he is the leader of the church and he is introducing these messengers to the prophets uh, and then we have moses elias and uh, elijah and we know that moses uh, commits the keys to the gathering of israel uh, elias commits the gospel of the commits the dispensation of the gospel of abraham 
and those promises that Abraham was given. Uh, and then uh, we have Elijah, uh, who obviously as is probably the most well-known what he restores, because we talk about the spirit of Elijah and so on, that he restores uh, the, the keys uh, for the ministering of the word to the dead uh, within the temples. And so these things are often, you know, probably pointed to as a point when the gospel is restored. But actually, I'm starting to understand now, and I believe that this is the case, that the, that the restoration of the gospel, this gathering that is being talked about in this in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 10, we are gathered, it's still being gathered together. The fullness of times is still being brought forward line upon line, and it will be until the Lord comes again to the earth. Um, there are so many things that uh, we are being blessed with, uh, even, even um, for example, the changes to the children and youth program, bringing those things together in one, the change to ministering, and how we are now being given a higher and holier way to be able to minister uh, to those, to our brothers and sisters, the, the come follow me, which I think is a huge uh, piece of this kind of restoring the, 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 the line upon line that we are now inviting families to become stronger and more united. Through, and, and one of those ways is through the Come Follow Me, but also through other things such as service opportunities and activities. Uh, Just Serve is a, is a great tool that's being utilised more to be able to bring opportunities to serve to many people uh, very easily so that they can then go about and do that. Um, I am going to finish with a quote uh, from the October 2003 conference by Merrill J. Bateman. Um, and he said this, quote, One of the remarkable evidences of the restoration is the testimony of Joseph Smith and Oliver Cowdery regarding the manner in which the priesthood and its directing powers were returned to the earth. In each case, priesthood and priesthood keys were restored by divine messengers who had held them in earlier times. John the Baptist brought back the ironic priesthood with the keys of repentance and baptism. Peter, James, and John restored not only the Melchizedek priesthood, but also the keys of the kingdom. Moses and Elijah returned with the gathering and sealing keys. The events described in the return of the priesthood are remarkable in that they conform precisely with the biblical pattern of re priesthood restoration in earlier dispensations. For example, consider the restoration and transfer of priesthood powers during the Saviour's time. <coughs> Close quote. He then goes on to explain how Jesus Christ received priesthood keys and authority uh, through his transfiguration and, and other events. Uh, and that is true. Now, I did want to talk a bit more about a dispensation, what a dispensation is, what dispensations have we had. And um, considering we learned about Abraham, and then a few, well, about a month ago or so, we learned about Moses and about his kind of journey with the, the Hebrews, uh, through the Red Sea as baptism and then following the, 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 the pillar of fire as a baptism of fire, also the spiritual bread and the rock and the water from the rock symbolizing sacraments. Um, I did want to really have a, a good delve into these dispensation heads and their roles. I am not going to get a chance to do that now, but I might I might want to try and do that tomorrow. Um, but yeah, basically looking at Ephesians chapter 1 verse 10, this idea of gathering together all things in one in Christ is very exciting. We know that the gospel has been restored and it is being restored line upon line until the Lord returns to the earth. Uh, 
Thank you very much for listening. Uh, if there's anything that you've been studying in relation to this or anything else, please share it at mattsroberts90 on Twitter or email at ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.